in Canberra. Political correspondent Amanda Kopp reports. Health bureaucrats have revealed that 2022 has been the deadliest year for aged care residents since the beginning of the pandemic. In the first six weeks of this year, 691 aged care residents have died, compared to 685 in all of 2020. The minister responsible for the sector, Richard Colbeck, has been grilled in Senate estimates, dismissing suggestions he should resign and defending his comments earlier this year, insisting that the aged care sector is not in crisis. Aged care homes have been under increasing strain this year, with the Omicron wave putting pressure on hospitals and causing a record number of deaths. Amanda Kopp, National Radio News, Canberra. Freight, rail and trucking companies will be allowed to work together to ensure critical supplies reach consumers in Western Australia and the Northern Territory. The Australian Competition and Consumer Commission has granted an urgent interim order allowing companies involved in the supply chain to cooperate and share information. Major flooding has disrupted rail and road networks across Central Australia, limiting the supply of critical goods including groceries. The main rail line between SA and WA was only reopened on Tuesday after work to repair 18 separate breaks across about 300 kilometres of track. Labor MP Annika Wells has tested positive for COVID this morning while in Canberra for Parliament. The member for Lilly has been in Parliament this week giving speeches and participating in the Chamber. Parliament House is currently under strict COVID protocols including requiring face masks inside, temperature checks at the entry and restrictions on retail services. The Parliament's presiding officers said potential exposure contacts are being tested. Briefly, in coronavirus news, the ACT has recorded a further 594 new cases in the latest reporting period. There are 48 people in hospital with the virus in the Territory. In Queensland, Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk has announced the end of hotel quarantine across the state. She made the announcement on Twitter this afternoon, saying the one remaining guest in Brisbane will be discharged today. Future quarantine is set to be carried out at a purpose-built facility. New Zealand's parliament has passed a law that will ban sexual conversion therapy with the support of nearly all MPs in the House. The law, which makes it a criminal offence to attempt to change or suppress a person's sexual orientation or gender identity through the harmful therapy practices, was passed with all but eight national MPs voting for it. The conversion practice as defined in the new law will not include conversations at home among families. Supporters of the bill say it's a start and a victory for humanity, not only the rainbow community. Victoria is set to host the 2026 Commonwealth Games. Premier Daniel Andrews has confirmed the state is in exclusive negotiations with the Commonwealth Games Federation. The English city of Birmingham was originally scheduled to host the Games but is instead hosting this year's competition after South Africa was stripped of the rights. Mr Andrews says events will take place mostly in regional Victoria if the Games go ahead. It's about taking uh, this amazing competition across many, many different sports into regional cities and towns. Uh, Jobs, tourism, visitors, economic activity, but also amazing legacy benefits. National Radio News, produced by Charles Sturt University, the Community Radio Network, and supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. And now, on Alive 90.5, here's the latest traffic information. 
So in Greenacre, Roberts Road at Curra Street, there's been a, two cars crashing, moderate traffic conditions, one of three northbound lanes are closed. And in Ultimo, Wattle Street at Thomas Street, there's been two cars crashing there as well. Two of four northbound lanes are closed. And now for the latest weather on Alive 90.5. And currently we're sitting at 27 degrees. It's a sunny afternoon afternoon out there. Yeah, that's right. It's a sunny afternoon, not a morning. <laughs> tops of 28 today. Tomorrow, tops of 33. It's going to be a little bit warmer. And Friday, it's looking like it's going to be chances of showers. Tops of 31 degrees. So I don't know about you, Mario, but I am sick and tired of the hot weather with rain. Hot oh, weather with the rain. Yeah, you no, know, like I like to have the hot weather. I like to have the some summer. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on Line 90.5 FM, the business of life with Matt and Mario. We'll take a short break and come back with our first guests. Tune in, you'll be glad you did it. Alive 90.5 
247. Alive905.com.au. We are the Insight Intelligence Group, specialising in Australian corporate investigations and information risk management, workplace investigations, competitor analysis, social media intelligence, reputational risk management, internal or external investigations. Professional and proactive, Insight Intelligence Group works with you to ensure the success of the investigation. Australia-wide or global, facts, not opinion. 02882-9837. Insightintelligence.com.au Station sponsor. SE Timbers Castle Hill are flooring experts. Not just flooring, SE Timbers supply, install and guarantee solid timber, engineered laminate and vinyl flooring as well as carpet blinds and shutters. An authorised dealer of major brands like Borrell, Preference and Quickstep. Call 9894-6660 or visit setimbers.com.au to arrange a free quote today. Station sponsor, SE Timber Floors and Shutters, ingrained quality. If you're thinking about joining Australia's growing volunteer community, then get started at govolunteer.com.au. Go Volunteer lists thousands of volunteering opportunities and you can search for positions to suit your interests in your own area. Helping others in their time of need makes volunteering a very rewarding experience. More volunteers are needed by many organisations, so don't think about it any longer. Get started right now and check out govolunteer.com.au. It's a free service from Volunteering Australia. It's 10 minutes past two here on Alive 90.5. Your sound, your community, and you're listening to The Business of Life with Mario and Matt. And our guests are live in studio. They're sitting right across from us, and I'm excited, Mario. I'm excited to get into this conversation. I just wait until them. You know, for Dan and <laughs> and Darren to complete their transaction, you know, I mean, connecting themselves. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Business of Life with uh, Mario and Matt. And uh, it's a true pleasure having today two remarkable guests, and we today talking about health. You know, the health something we all forgetting, and uh, we chasing all the other aspects of the life. But before we uh, continue with the questions, let's go start with you, Darren. Who is Darren? Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, I'm Darren. I'm a chiropractor. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've been chiropractor for seven years now. So, basically what I do, I look after people's spines, uh, muscles, uh, overall well-being in terms of movement. That's what I do every day. So, I've got a question just on what you said there. People's overall well-being as a chiropractor. Chiropractors work with the spine, right? Yes. I'm not fully aware of what you guys do. Yep. I haven't seen one personally, though... Mm. I remember I was in Singapore for three weeks. I lived with like this family for a little bit. Um, or just stayed with them. Didn't live there. <laughs> but um, out of their place was a chiropractor. They used to run their practice at their home. And I used to hear the... Yeah. Oh, my God, <laughs> Jesus. Like, it's, it's intense. But overall well-being based on your spine, like, I'm curious. Like, yeah, tell us more about that. Um, I guess there's different types of chiropractors. The way I look at uh, wellness in general is more movement-based. So keeping the spine, keeping yourself moving as well as you can, we know that exercise is going to make your overall health better. Um, and that's my primary goal. Um, some chiropractors really f- heavily focus on um, the nervous system and, and the nerves going into different organs and things like that. Uh, I don't look into that as much. It's really more about how well you as a human can function how you can use that functionality to then exercise and make yourself better than yesterday. Okay, okay, okay. All right, that, that makes <laughs> sense, that makes sense. But 
to your right is Daniel, and I'm keen to hear from him as well because he's also in the health and fitness industry in a different way, though. So, Daniel, please introduce yourself. G'day, g'day. My name is Daniel, and I'm the founder of the online coaching company, The Dad Bod Project, which is an online coaching company solely created to help men get more active and to help love who and what they see in the mirror again. I started off my journey 14 years ago as a face-to-face personal trainer and I noticed that there was a huge disconnect between where guys were with their current level of health and where they wanted to be. So I thought after 12 years enough was enough with just working with men on a one-on-one basis. I wanted to scale and I wanted to expand and make a bigger difference in their life. And that's where the DadBod project was created. So I've had the good fortune of having clients from almost every state of this country. And I have even have clients overseas in other countries as well. So it's, uh, it's literally a dream come true to be able to serve my clients on a daily basis and really help to get them to fall back in love with themselves from a mental and a physical aspect as well. Mario, I've got to say, you've done a really good job with these guests today. It's going to be an interesting conversation having all four of us collaborate oh, okay. on, the, on thank this you. one. Yeah. No, that's, that, thank you, Matt. I, I'm excited. That compliment coming from you, it means so much now for me. So, like, you know, I should say something right now. So, it's like <laughs> I, pre- I prepared a speech, but, you know, like, it just... That's <laughs> like, <laughs> you've got pages there, right? <laughs> yeah, I do have the pages. I try to read the beginning. So, the point it is of this today's show, it's something we are all ignoring like not not all of us it's like you know there's no the group of the people who should benefit from this i think everybody should benefit from the looking after their health so i pulled the three topics for today's conversation which is relating to both of your occupations chiropractor and the person trainer but on that token first of all i want to ask you that then i'm seeing there's a lot of personal trainers disappearing from the field very shortly after they become personal trainers why is that I find a lot of trainers get into, got into the industry or get into the industry with the goal in mind to make, a, I don't know if I can swear or not, uh, a lot of money um, in, a, in a short period of time and they get to check out hot chicks that are wearing yoga pants and, and uh, get, get in and amongst it. And essentially what I'm saying is I think that a lot of trainers get into it thinking that it's going to be easy and in order to be successful as a personal trainer like any industry any trade you have to put the work in you have to continually be wanting to upskill and i find that a lot of trainers because the barrier of entry is quite low it's easy to get considered quote unquote qualified as a result plenty do it and then they just don't end up doing anything with it because when they realize of how much work is involved in order to become actually good at it yeah. and, and create a, a sustainable business out of it and and actually serve their clients that's where that's where the problem lies so I, I guess one of the main reasons is because it's very easy to be considered a qualified personal trainer but what fa- people fail to realize is that the amount of knowledge that a qualified trainer learns is just enough not to kill their client and that's basically it if they're not continually upskilling then they're going to be a very, very average personal trainer and most likely injure their client. Wow. So how can someone upskill as a personal trainer? So there's plenty of courses and there's plenty of coaches out there that do provide upskilling opportunities, whether it be nutrition, training, and just relying on the fundamentals of the very quick course that a lot of trainers are going through 
is the reason of why they just literally skim over the top of very, very in-depth, important information that needs to be known. So, for example, when I started as a trainer 14 years ago, there was no, there was not much of these colleges that were around. But um, so I was at TAFE for a, a full time for one year. And we just scratched the surface on many, many topics. And that was a full, full time over one year. Now we're seeing these courses with these colleges that are going from, from not knowing anything about the industry to being considered fully qualified in sometimes 12 weeks. 12 six, weeks. 16 weeks. So we're condensing one year's worth of knowledge into 12 weeks. And we're wondering why the standard of personal trainers is just not where it should be. I mean, both Darren and Daniel, I'd love to get both your opinion on it. How do, I mean, is it possible for someone to actually learn and be a effective personal trainer? Hell, even Cairo in a 12 week course, they could um, condense all the information there, but what else needs, needs what, what else do they need to be able to be that effective person? Well, one of the biggest problems that I've found and I still am finding is that a lot of students that are coming out of these colleges and I know this for a fact because when I was a face-to-face -face personal trainer running my face-to-face -face PT business we would get a lot of the students that were considered qualified but of course it was to my shock of how little they actually knew about running a business it was to my shock of how little they actually knew how to communicate with a person how to interact with them how to r build rapport and all of those are fundamental aspects that are needed in order to have any kind of successful business, especially a service-based industry, a service-based business like a face-to-face -face PT. So they're just not taught how to run a business, which is obviously a big problem because it doesn't matter how good someone's knowledge is of anything if they don't know how to apply it and communicate that effectively to another person or something else, then it's a big vulnerability. It's huge. I mean, it sounds like there's a lot beneath just the education alone. The actual application of it all, immersing yourself in the field is what's actually going to get you not only the wisdom, but the know-how to be an effective personal trainer. Darren, I'd love to hear your take on that. Um, might I add, some of these uh, these days are online as well. There are a lot of personal training of course, correct me if I'm wrong, Dan, um, but I have come across some courses that are very heavily online these days. Um, and I guess from a chiropractic standpoint, when I work with different personal trainers, one of the things that I do see is the lack of um, knowledge in terms of anatomy. Um, focusing on, I mean, you're training someone, you've got to understand the anatomy of an individual, the muscles, uh, how those muscles work and not just, you know, show them how to do a bench press kind of thing. Um, how can you make them do a bench press better um, by using different cues and things like that? And I think, um, like Dan was saying, upskilling in those uh, avenues will be a lot more beneficial, not just to your own business, but to your client as well. Um, they'll be able to train a lot safer, a lot smarter as well, um, and uh, preventing some of those injuries as well. So. It, sound, it sounds like, uh, and, I, and I really really appreciate what you, you shared there. Mm. But also, I think it also brings back to what uh, Daniel was saying earlier on, how some people just get into the industry just based on, you know, the money also as well. I mean, yeah, um, <laughs> I mean oh, the money, the girls and whatever. Yeah. That those surface materialistic things that don't, I suppose, bring about an effective trainer as well. Well, look, I don't think there's anything wrong with getting into any business or industry for wanting to make money. I don't think it needs to be a one or the other kind of discussion. However if it's just purely wanting to make as much money as possible, I just don't think that when the inevitable challenges arise, 
being in the being a personal trainer, which they inevitably will, then I don't think that that's a big enough driver to get to want to have the person to persevere through those challenges and continue on with their career, which is why we are seeing such a huge dropout of personal trainers. I mean, the average life expectancy of a personal trainer, I think, is between 12 to 18 months. It might even be lower now. So Jesus. Yeah, it's it's quite. It's explains quite low. the twelve week courses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's kind of like the it's kind of like the conversation of easy in, easy out. I mean, if 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 it's easy to get in, then in order to go and do something else is also easy as well. I tell I, you, oh, sorry, I, 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 oh, man. Cause so back so when I was still in high school, I started studying forex trading. Right, I, I was really intrigued by it. And when I went to that course, the on the first day they asked us, all right, what are your goals in a year? What would you like to earn from trading alone? Yeah. And you know, I invested 4K into my trading account, and he has, there's a minimum of two grand. Almost everyone in the room invested only two grand. My goal was I wanted to make 10 grand, or build that four grand to 10 grand. That was my goal, which is a big goal, by the way. But almost everyone in the room said seven figures. Mm. Now let's look at that as a percentage: two grand to one million dollars. That's a big, big <laughs> percentage increase. And what it showed: people's intentions. Yep. Oh, I'm just here for the money, essentially. I'm here to right. get the, the easy wins, the, the quick, fast money. And you know what? I think it's like 90% of people, not 95 even, percent of pe- traders fail or they just give up. Well, I think... It's all about intention, I, right? I, I guess That's the right. biggest problem is you can, you can want seven figures, but do you have a seven-figure attitude? Do you have a seven-figure mindset? Do you have a don't eat, don't sleep, I will do whatever it takes to get to seven figures? That's a different conversation. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a great, great point to take a quick break. You're listening to The Business of Life on a Live 905 with Mario and Matt, here with Darren and Daniel, the Cara and the PT. Stay tuned, guys. This conversation is going to go deep into health and fitness. Be sure to listen on. Alive 90.5. Open up the champagne. Pop. It's my house. Come on. Turn it up. Hear a knock on the door and the night begins. Cause we've done this before, so you come on in. Make yourself at my home, tell me where you've been. Pour yourself something cold, baby, cheers to this. Sometimes you gotta stay in, and you know where I live. Yeah, you know what we is. Sometimes you gotta stay in, and welcome to my Stay in, in. 
something new in 2022 with the Parramatta College. Term 1 courses are open for enrolment and include business and work skills, computer skills, leisure and lifestyle, languages. The Parramatta College also offer New South Wales government funded courses. Eligibility criteria applies. Improve your personal and professional development with the Parramatta College. Enroll today. Call 9687 2072. That's 9687 2072. Or visit parramattacollege.edu.au. What's on at workers? Enjoy free live music every Saturday night at Workers Blacktown. Every Saturday night and Sunday afternoon at Workers Sports. And every Sunday afternoon at Workers Hubertus. Plus, enjoy a full range of dining facilities. Visit the website at www.workersclub.com.au for the full music schedule. Plus, plenty of other activities including raffles, bingo, promotions and fun events. Workers is your club. Station sponsor. Twenty-seven minutes past two on a live ninety-eight point five. It is the business of life with Mario and Matt, and we're live with Daniel and Darren sitting here in the studio in Borkham Hills, talking about health and fitness, and quite a conversation it's been so far. I yes. mean, it's <laughs> how, how I say it. There's so much that comes under health and fitness, and I feel there's a lot that people just dismiss in this area as well. And yeah, it, it can it concerns me. It really does. And Mario has honestly inspired me throughout his journey, seeing his progress, you know, going to the gym, but also with his boxing. And yeah, Mario, I'm sure you Look, have let's go, let's go cut the chase. You know, I mean, I have the, some documents here in front of me, the statistics. So oh. no messing around for both of you. You yeah. can't fake this one. Okay. Then you, know, <laughs> you want to see That's what it's like. Okay. I have to pick up the three topics for today's conversation because it's relating to, to all three of you. And uh, I gone this morning, last night, you know, I don't talk about myself because I'm a little bit shape around. So first one, it's a diet and behavior, how to reflecting human health. So there's a key statistic says 5% of adults in Australia met both the fruit and vegetable recommendation, 5%. 5%, wow. 6% of children met both the fruit and vegetable recommendations. 
and 9% of adults, 7% of children consume sugar sweetened drinks daily. Now, both of you, I'm very curious, you know, I mean, like, because of, in hindsight, you know, the health is something we, nobody talks when it comes to talk about health. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. We are looking for the help when, it's, when, the, when, the, when, the, when the ship is sinking. When, yeah, when I'm something the, happens. I'm the first one, you know I mean? Like, I would just look at me, I'm, I'm happy with my body. <laughs> I'm happy with my look. But the reality is something different. And it's really mm. frightening that, let's just say, put under 10% of Australians meet fruit and veggie requirements. So 90% of people don't even eat veggies and fruit. Then... On your point of view, as a personal trainer with such extensive, you know, working experience, what do you think about these statistics? Well, it's extremely concerning, and also consider that their guidelines of what the government would be recommending would be almost probably sub suboptimal anyway. So wow, okay. to, to start off with, it, they they usually set the bar very very low because if they don't, then it would basically be 100% not achieving anything. So we have to also understand that when it comes to the norm and of, of what's recommended, we're talking about not optimal level of health. We're talking about Homer Simpson level of health. So that <laughs> Homer Simpson's considered the standard. That's 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 obviously <laughs> important to it's important to note. So anything, anytime there's a recommended range, we're talking about not optimal range, and there's a very big difference between what is recommended and what is optimal. And that figure there, I guarantee, would be lowered. Very even lower than this one, you think? Very, very yeah, much minimum, so. maybe kind of. Thing, yeah, right? yeah. I think so as well. What What's happened to society that we, Darren? You know, like you, you work with the bones and mm. muscles, and you cracking people as a bad size. But the question I do have: if we don't consume proper food, what do you see, Darren, as a as a chiropractor? What's happened to our bodies? Um, a lot, really. I mean, it starts off with lack of energy as well you know one yeah. big thing is lack of energy um, not enough movement you know we hear it all the time um, you look at the food choices I'm too tired oh, I don't really want to go to the gym they don't have energy to move and from a chiropractic standpoint movement is key you need to have movement um, I think from the lack of uh, I guess uh, poor, poor quality food choices you know yeah. it comes down to ease of access you know we've got fast food salads are costing more than a happy meal for example <laughs> for kids right so these yeah. things that you know people just take the easy way out um yeah. and unfortunately that's not not good enough for our bodies uh, our body will scream eventually dan, dan is look at you like he's look he's look at you like this deadly <laughs> we life. live in a society that just will favor convenience over anything and often if it's convenient it's going to be sacrificing the quality of the food mm. and we are only a, a touch of a button away from foods that are extremely high in calories extremely yummy foods <laughs> and we're living yeah. in a kind of strange time where my daughter who's five years old doesn't think anything of going to a phone pressing a few buttons and having a stranger on his scooter go to our local thai restaurant pick up food that has been prepared for us track him 
on the map as he's coming toward our house, be waiting at the front of the door while he's about to knock on it, take the food that a stranger has delivered and literally have walked 10 steps in order to have that happen. I mean, this, they, their generation is going to think that that is normal, but I don't know about you guys. Like, I don't ever remember that being <laughs> normal. Like, but right. here we are. So we're living in a society where we just favor convenience. But and if you add on this stop mm. one before I give the word to Matt, when you add two years of of COVID, right? You know, mm. lockdown, and I do remember 2020. You know, mm. as soon as the lockdowns announced, everybody was in the park, right? I was thinking about preparing for Olympic right. games, my marathon. Seriously, I feel embarrassed. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to go to the park anymore. <laughs> but then happened something, something different. I think it's actually amplified. We had the convenience before to go in a in a shops, and I mean, get the food, fast food, whatever these outlets are. But then we got the guy on a scooter. Yes. Who comes with the food? <laughs> we got the guy. You got the scooter, right? <laughs> with right. A, with a, so with you a, almost run over as you're uh, driving. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, and then I saw at night, you know, like that scooter, he's just <laughs> left, right, yeah. and center my street. Yeah. Honestly, I was thinking there might be zombie attacking, but the point <laughs> we'll try to make, you know, it's like, I know it's funny, but it was true. Like, yeah. But then my son as well start ordering, you know, the guy on the scooter. Guy on the scooter with his, with, with his brown <laughs> bag. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, it's amplified during the COVID. Two ways. First, food, and I tell you why I'm saying it's changed, and you correct me if I'm wrong. Now, if the people come back in the office, I can see guys, you know, who are slim before the COVID. You can see that the, the t-shirts becoming short and then wear toy. You know what I mean? Like I can see mm. the put away. But nobody obviously didn't care, take a care about this isolation during the COVID to exercise and look after the food. Why is that there? Why is that? Why, why nobody? Why nobody was paying attention except everybody was just looking? Okay, it's a Uber, you know. Matt, did you have the Uber? Did I, yes, did I, Uber? Did. I mean, I did it only twice. I did. I'm not a fan of Uber Eats. The food comes back soggy, comes back cold. I agree. It's not. <laughs> but we know what the, nice. you know the funny thing it is. Like there. I never saw during the COVID the guy on the scooter bring the fitness home. Yes, <laughs> that's right. That's because you didn't see what was in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, Dan, what did you saw? What's happened to the people' health during the COVID? Well, it's very simple. Thank you. That was a Dan. We've got, we've got a situation where we were prevented from being outside, and that means we're prevented from moving as much as we would have liked to. So we've got this perfect storm for weight gain, which is moving less, therefore burning less calories and consuming a whole bunch more calories through food. And that, of course, is a perfect storm because we downregulate the, the burning of calories and we upregulate the intake of food, therefore leading to a calorie surplus and therefore leading to weight gain. Simple as that. It's just calories in versus calories out. And the less moving that we do, which is what's happening, and the, the more consuming of calories we're doing, we, it's not rocket science of like why so many people have put on weight and did put on weight. And also the fact that they did not have a plan B. I mean, plenty of people that I knew were going to the gym, which is fine, but what if something out of your control, like the gyms being closed or open, what if they shut down? Well, of course, that's what we've seen, the gyms shut down. So therefore, it's like, well, my entire plan was based on something that was out of my control, and now I don't have a plan B because I didn't think that this was going to happen, nor did any of us kind of think that this was going to happen. But the ones that did better were the ones that had a plan B and they just moved from the gym to a park, for example, or from the park to their house and they continued moving and they continued 
looking after themselves and moving as much as possible because the thing that happens is the more that someone exercises, the more likely they are to make better food choices because we're all or nothing kind of society and when it comes to our mindset into it, if we can't do all of it in terms of eating well and exercising, if we can't do those together, then most of the time we say, fuck it, we'll just like won't do anything because I can't do all of it. But my point is, even if you do 60% of what you were doing pre-COVID, that's you're in a much better position rather than doing 0% of what you were, what so you were doing previously. So can I ask Darren now, mm. the quick mm. question, okay? I don't expect that everyone's gonna be transformer after the lockdown, right? Yes. Come out of the house, <laughs> guy with the brown bag and scooter comes in and we come out of the lockdown and everybody's like, you know. But what did you saw in your field of work as a chiropractor? What was the most common challenge for you? Okay, don't talk about me, like, you know I mean? I know no. that you try to crack my back, you know what I mean? But it doesn't work. But what did you say is the, most, the most common downfall of the lockdown with the people? Uh, a lot of lower back pain, a lot of neck pain. Um, yeah. Working from home was a big issue in my opinion because um, like Dan said a lot less movement um, in general people start to get neck pain back pain because they're sitting all day it's easy to you know wake up go straight to your chair work for eight hours lunch sit back down you don't have any breaks you don't have any you're not walking outside to the coffee shop to grab a coffee you're not doing any of that it all accumulates you get low back pain and then you come and see me that's basically um, what a lot of the cases were during lockdown. Are you saying sitting down is a bad thing? Are you saying sitting down is a bad thing? <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think being in any sort of prolonged position <laughs> is a bad thing. I think the more you move, uh, one thing I say to my, my patients a lot is motion is lotion. Yes, so, I like that. Motion is lotion. So the more you move... Motion is a lotion. Did you, did, does it... Does, Including as well the oil or, or, or think <laughs> well, basically <laughs> lubrication of your joints, right? Motion is what? Motion is lotion. Motion is lotion. What else are you watching? watching? Too many adult films. Let's just finish line ninety point five. The li- the business of life with Matt and Mario. We take a short break and our two awesome guests, Dan and Darren, chiropractor and the one truly awesome personal trainer and uh, me, the the benchmark for the beautiful body. He come back later on the mat with his voice. Yes. Partners, an Australian company specialising in checking software usage across the major vendors like SAP, Oracle, IBM, Microsoft and VMware. Are you looking to reduce your software fees? Are you worried about being audited? Are you migrating to the cloud? Do you need help working out your software usage versus entitlements? Contact us at Invictus Partners today before you get hit with a compliance fine. Go to www.invictuspartners.com to arrange a no-obligation discussion to see how we can help you. Station sponsor. We are Invictus Partners, an Australian company specialising in checking software usage across the major vendors like SAP, Oracle, IBM, Microsoft and VMware. Are you looking to reduce your software fees? Are you worried about being audited? Are you migrating to the cloud? Do you need help working out your software usage versus entitlements? Contact us at Invictus Partners today before you get hit with a compliance fine. Go to www.invictuspartners.com to arrange a no-obligation discussion to see how we can help you. Station sponsor. 
Hexagon Home Loans is your trusted mortgage broker. We focus on providing you with personal service and expert advice to help you find the home loan which best suits your requirements. Ranging from first home loans, refinancing, investment home loans, self-employed home loans, debt consolidation and SMSF loans. With a large network of lending institutions at our fingertips, we can assist you in making a well-informed decision that will save you time and money. Call us on 1300 562 649. Australian Credit Licence 504481. Station Sponsor. You are listening to a live 90.5, serving the hills, Parramatta and Cumberland areas since 1992.
90.5. McGrath Estate Agents understand that selling your home is one of the most important financial decisions you'll ever make. With award-winning teams in the hills, their service goes above and beyond any other to create great results and lifelong relationships to deliver the best possible result. Brett Humby of McGrath Estate Agents will unlock value in your home you never knew existed. To realise more and experience the McGrath Advantage with Brett Humby, head to mcgrath.com.au or search Brett Humby today. Station sponsor. We all know that paying for a funeral can be a financial burden. However, have you ever thought of paying off a prepaid funeral with none of the ongoing premiums that is associated with funeral insurance? $1,000 can get you started. Hills Family Funerals, a family-owned and operated business of 35 years, can make it easier for you. Call 02-9659-0900, ask for Richard Spiteri or speak to one of the friendly staff members to learn how. Get assistance today. Call Hills Family Funerals. Funerals, station sponsor. You are listening to a live 90.5. If you'd like to know more about us, jump onto our website. www.alive905.com.au It's quarter to three on a live 905. This is your sound, your community, business of life with Mario and Matt. And we're live with Darren and Daniel Darren is a, P- sorry, not PT, he's a chiropractor out, out of Burwood. He's, he's the man who's cracking the, cracking things. Get, <laughs> like, like a glow stick. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but sometimes we need a break before we shine. Yes. And, <laughs> and that's a we, good one. That's a, <laughs> that's a good one. Break with the shine and the lotion, no motion. Come back to yeah. Put those thing. on t-shirts. Yes. Yeah. Oh, hey, so it's again. Hey, motion is lotion. Yes, and the t-shirts, what? Put, put them on t-shirts. Great, on t-shirts. great quotes on t-shirts. I like that, I like that. Well, I like it. I <laughs> and then we're also here with Daniel, who is the PT. This company is the the Dadboard Project. Correct. The Dadboard Project. project yeah. So He loves dads. So that <laughs> <laughs> More like Dadboards and he likes to get rid of them. But Mario, the biggest issue, I, I, not biggest issue, but a, a serious issue, I think, in today's society, overweight and obesity. That's very correct, mate. Man. But before we, we dig into this, we, we talk to many guests in our studio so far. And we always talk about success. No question asked. Every each one has a dreams, goals, visions, lotion and emotion, you know, <laughs> trophy wife, whatever, trophy boyfriend. It doesn't doesn't matter. But the thing it is we always putting all these materialistic things at first place. And the last thing is a health. I would have the first one. Like when I went in the military, I was young and I was stupid and breaking bones was okay because I was like, I just want to go back into action. But then I come senior citizen. I'm now 49 years old. And I'm visiting Daniel because he loves the daddies to help daddies <laughs> like me. And uh, you, Darren, who breaks my bones. But the point is very simple. Balls or bones? <coughs> no motion without lotion. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing for free with that. Anyway, the bottom line is like, why are we putting always these materialistic first things first as a as a as a success, the glory, the career, the wives, whatever it is, the cars, and then the health comes at last. Darren, you first. Oh, I think quite simply put. Um, Health isn't as interesting as a nice car, unfortunately. You know, there's a lot of things that people focus on, like, you know, nice cars and, like you said, trophy wife, all these things that people see. Yeah. But no one really, you know, there's not very, there's not a, lot, a whole lot of interesting stuff going on inside the human body. Mm. 
but unfortunately, like, you know, realistically, we need to look after our health. Once our health declines, a lot of the time it's actually, you know, too late or you've pushed your body for far too long. Yeah. Uh, and to get back to a optimal state means it's more hard work. Um, so yeah, I think I think health is just not as interesting, unfortunately, to no, today's you see society. A different, you see a different level because people come to you with a. I think they come with the first step to lose the weight, no? And then come they, when they come fix the weight, they come to you. Darling. What, <laughs> I think everyone I? wants abs these days, right? Is that why they come come to yeah, you? Yeah, everybody wants to abs. Dan is very serious. Dan, why are you serious? <laughs> don't threaten to no, mate. This is, don't, a, this is a very important. Don't topic. threaten the mate, okay? With that look, okay? This is a very important topic, and this is something that's very close to my heart, and I think that we as a society we very much take our health for granted we take waking up feeling good or we feeling a certain level of health that enables us to go about our days we take that for granted and it's not until we're not able to do the day-to-day things that we like to do in our life that we start to realize like shit and you know it's not until we have that conversation with the doctor when he tells us our blood sugar is through the roof it's not until the doctor tells us that he's we put on 10 kilos since i seen him four months ago it's not until i can't get to the top of the stairs at my house without being out of breath it's not until i can't keep up with my kids running around in the park it's not until i have to make excuses to someone of why i don't want to take take my shirt off at the beach or the pools because I'm embarrassed of how I look. It's not until we get to that point where we start to really realize. Like, but when is that point? You know, like I try to understand. When is that point, Matt? Can you just answer me that one? You, 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 you're young. You're exercising. Like you're in a wheelchair, but yet the will to live it's stronger than anything else. You exercise. You try to move your legs and everything else. But I'm quite. My question is, when is that moment when people decide? To say I need to change. Well, perspective is everything. Someone like Matt, who is in a wheelchair, yeah. would have a different perspective on things that he has to be grateful for, because we take for granted being able to walk and being able to do things that would be more difficult for Matt. So, well, on that, it's how how do I say it? It just comes down to, I think, do you want it as well? I mean, as much as people say they want this. I mean, we hear all the time, people want this, they want that, they want these goals, that goal, they want to look this way, they want to feel this way, be this way, have this much money, whatever the goal is. But do they want it? The actions actually speak louder than words. And, (laughs) I mean, are they even taking the small steps? Do they actually have a goal? Oh, I want to be fit. Okay, well, set a tangible goal as a starting point, I think. And... I think as a PT, you are able to facilitate a program. Someone actually following that program is them saying, I want this. That's them saying, I want to get this done. That's them saying, you know, I'm going to work toward this and do what it takes. Versus, oh, no, I I, I paid for a session, like, for three weeks of sessions with, you know, Daniel and I didn't get my results. Well, were you following your diet? Okay, you showed up for the session. Did you get enough sleep? Did you drink enough water? I think all these factors are at play. Do you want it? Yeah, well, and and yeah. the fact is, if the program that they are following doesn't embody exactly where they are at with their lifestyle and doesn't account for the fact that they can only commit to two or three sessions, doesn't account for the fact that they can't stop and eat every two to three hours, it's just not realistic. And if it doesn't account for all of those important things about the person specifically, then this explains why so few people actually achieve 
the level of health that they would love to have. I mean, who in their right mind wouldn't want a great level of health? Everyone does. I mean, you'd be crazy not to. But the, the question is, there's a huge, why is there such a huge disconnect between everyone wanting a great level of health, but, not, but hardly anyone actually does? So mm. can I can I read something mm. for for all of us in studio? So as I said, Martin, now we prepared today for an Australian Bureau of Statistics. So that's a day statement. I didn't make the numbers. It says in Australia, 67 of adults were overweight or obese, an increase from 63 percent 2014-2015. A greater proportion of men overweight or obese than women, 75 percent compared with their 60 percent, and 25 percent of children were overweight obese. Now, of course, they you know they're stating being overweight is a obese increases a person risk of developing long-term health conditions such as cardiovascular disease, high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes while being underweight can also be health risk factor for some people. Now, we don't see we gaining weight till something doesn't go wrong, you know, no, you know, like, you know, look, I'm the one, you know, like people in my life, you know, continuously talk, told me, no, no, you're, you're okay, you have a strong bones, you know, <laughs> look no, how strong bones I have. <laughs> ah, you're laughing now. I do have a strong bones. But anyway, other day I went to GP to do my serologic, yeah, serological uh, exam for, for the boxing, you know, it's, Typical HIV, AIDS, you know, hepatitis, all this one. He said, like, let's go stand on scale. He said, I lost the weight. But you know what else he told me as well? Hmm. That I shrink two centimeter. And I said to him, what do you mean I shrunk two centimeters? You shrunk? Yes, but he, by, by age you were becoming smaller. I mean, that makes sense, I suppose. Well, it's not only things shrunk, you know, I mean, two centimeters <laughs> tight. It's uh, some other things. <laughs> some other things shrunk as well. But, <laughs> I, but what you have to say, like, things are shrinking, you know what I mean? To lose you know, we're shrinking in, in, in the height and length. <laughs> but the, the point it is, it's a more extreme to see the weight, you know, again, you didn't know this, Darren, huh? Hey, you no, know we're shrinking. You didn't know. Oh, oh no, no. what well, disc heights? Well, from a bones perspective, disc height and things like that. Oh, well, about height, something else. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yes. Disc <laughs> height. Yeah, yeah. Disc heights. So that you know, things like that can happen. Okay. <laughs> so we have an obese society. That's a that's a very alarming. Sixty-seven percent. Mm. It's overpopulated. But yet, we as a society, mate. You know, you can correct me. I don't see Norway on the buses or TVs exercise eat well don't order all this junk food and i think why is that done <laughs> oh god this is a conversation man what? <laughs> i like it how far could, yeah. how deep do you want to go with the answer to this question <laughs> listen how deep i want to go that's not to put how many radio, hours but, have uh, we got but i'm very curious because we live in a society which is very advanced you know mm. i don't want to go crime a river with my little life in communism where we have nothing to eat because it was just the veggies 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 because that's only one only one thing we could afford so we have all these Tuesdays, you know, soups and all these blast, blast meat only for the Christmas, right? But we all be skinny. <laughs> but yeah. think it is. We live in a society which is so advanced, and yet we are ignoring the fact. And maybe Matt, you going Matt is going to a lot of schools, you know, educating kids on mental health and suicide prevention. The kids, the first one who brings the garbage into school. Do I, am I wrong then? What's the question? What's the question? You know, listen to me. The oh, yeah. kids bringing bringing the garbage in school to eat for the yeah. lunch from yeah. the home. Yeah, from home. Because apple juice is not apple juice. <laughs> you know, I read, <laughs> I read, I read the quantity apple juice. 
9% is a real juice now. What do you say? Yeah. Real yeah. content something. 9% yeah, is What does that mean? You know yeah. I mean? Like, it's like, what is the apple <laughs> inside? That means it's a lab experiment. So Dan, if you have the, if you are in a, in a position to change our habits and change 67% of Australian adults are obese, where, did you, where would you start? I would definitely start like we were mentioning off off air the importance of education mm. i mean kids i don't know if it has changed from when i was we were at school but there was very limited information about healthy eating i mean the only kind of information that i remember about somewhat healthy eating was a van that used to come around happy <laughs> happy healthy <laughs> healthy Harold. happy healthy Harold. happy healthy Harold. Yeah, was yeah, trying yes. to rip the puppet off the poor guy it wasn't was a puppet behind there yeah who happy knows what healthy cool <laughs> don't okay. spoil so all the so kids there was, a, there was a, a creepy van that would come around i don't i didn't grow up in australia that used to like hide in the dark at the end of the caravan with a puppet on his hand and wanted to touch sorry can you just repeat one more time the name you just want to write down happy healthy Harold. Happy, healthy, healthy. Let's be honest, no one really listens during those classes. Well, we learn about the food pyramid. Oh, yeah. How true is the food pyramid? The food pyramid's crap. And is that contributing to the 67%? <laughs> Probably. The, the food pyramid is, again, based on not having an optimal level of health and, and not op eating optimally. See, the thing is, time and time again, when, when we're talking about nutrition, we always end up going back to following best practice of what our grandparents were saying which is don't eat a lot of foods that have come out of a box eat lots of meat eat lots of you know fruits eat lots mm, of vegetables just, yeah. but we we have strayed away from that and time and time again do we realize that that has caused disconnect in our without with our health and if we just go back to following of what our grandparents used to cook can for us I, and prepare for us. No, you, like, you know, we had another hour, but I have so many questions and Matt is preparing as well. Now, first of all, if the van, creepy van called Happy, Happy Healthy Harold comes across <laughs> close to school, <laughs> Call the cops, right? <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> because I thought, it's not happy, healthy, hard, all this. Keep your kids safe. <laughs> Keep your kids safe, okay? That's the first thing I learned, you know, I never, you know, because I, I didn't grow up in Australia. Secondly, isn't this really paradigm that we have the retailers talking us what to eat healthy while, while the, when we go with the kids, and I remember with my boy on a, you know, the counter to pay, right? It's uh, all the sweets are down on the, almost on the ground floor, right? <laughs> he was being able to be two years old to grab all the chocolates, right? And I said, like, where's the chocolates coming from? And he said, oh, daddy, I wanted this one. I said, where's this come from? And they see under the counter, literally down, they adjusted the height. Oh. So, do, do, do you agree with it? Yeah, uh, I, I know what you're saying. They're adjusting it so it's at the kid level so they can grab it easier to go to their parents. Hey, <laughs> mom, daddy, I want this, I yeah. want that. But then when I'm talking, there is a sign. Eat healthy. One no. apple per day. Keep doctor away. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Live 90.5, the life of business, the business of life. life business, business, of of life. business of life with Matthew Garano, Mario Beckers, and our guest, Darren. And then staying with us for next hour, we take, take a short break. News, weather, numbers we'll of the water. Yes. Happy, healthy Harold. Mate. That's what I'm the business of life with Matthew Mario. We take a short break and come back after the news. Alive 90.5. Today's bulletin brought to you by Your Sound, Your Community, Alive 90.5.
National Radio News. Good afternoon, I'm Emily Francis. The man financially backing many of Australia's independents has delivered a fiery speech at the National Press Club, declaring that Australian politics is broken. Simon Holmes Accord is the founder of Climate 200, a group of more than 7,000 putting their money towards community-backed independent candidates contesting the next federal election. In the lead-up to polling day, he is aiming to move the dial on climate change, integrity in politics,